0: Welcome to the first episode of Love of Languages. I'm your host, Ken Day, and in this first episode, I'm going to talk about a rather odd topic for a podcast series called Love of Languages, and that is languages that are dying. Linguists estimate that there are around 6,500 spoken languages in the world today, About 95% of the world's population speaks only one of 300 languages. Based on projections, it is likely that about half of those 6,500 languages will be gone within the next 100 years. When a language loses all of its native speakers, it's classified as an extinct language. The United Nations Organization, UNESCO, has compiled a list of world languages that it believes to be endangered. The list graves languages from being vulnerable to critically endangered. Many of the languages on this list are Native American languages in North America. Many of these Native American nations have language preservation efforts going on. But ironically, for reasons I'll explain, some of these efforts are doing more to bring the language to its death than they're actually helping uh, keep the language alive. The focus of these efforts has been to compile word lists of uh, vocabulary of the language and to some extent uh, produce recordings of native speakers But that does very little to produce a new generation of speakers. Ironically, much of this work is being done by people who are not trained linguists. And those working to produce the word list and recordings have very little understanding of the language themselves and have no insight into the grammar of the language. In some cases, there may have been considerable recent work by linguists to actually produce a grammar of the language. But grammars are written for linguists to read and not for the common person. And these uh, grammars are certainly not great tools really for people who are trying to learn the language who don't have linguistic training. A second serious mistake is to insist that the only people who should attempt to teach the language be people who themselves are members of the Native American nation. And um, what I'm saying here is we're not talking about learning the language from an elder, we're talking about learning the language from someone else who knows something about the language, but insisting that that person has to be descended from members of that particular Native American nation. Don't get me wrong on this, Um, the very best way to learn to speak a language is immersion, that is to spend extended amounts of time with native speakers of the language. But once there are only a handful of native speakers, this is very hard to do. The alternative is to learn the language from an avid student of the language, someone who's not a native speaker, but someone who understands the grammar, uh, has reasonable pronunciation, and who probably better understands than even an elder, a native speaker of the language, what the problems are that the learner of the language confronts. If the person has linguistic training, then the work of linguists on the language is accessible to them. And they, in fact, can help new learners understand what the linguists have been able to describe about the language because they can translate that linguistic work over to the beginner. Ironically, we see instances in which material being put together by the native american nation is actually only made available to people who can demonstrate that they have some descent from members of that particular nation on social media like facebook there are for example uh, facebook groups that are supposed to uh, be for people trying to learn the language but people will actually be excluded who are not uh, Native Americans minimally, or in tougher cases, someone who can show that they have some descent from that particular nation. The effect is this only accelerates the rate at which the language is dying, and many of these languages will be dead within the next decade. Many nations have had offers extended to them from Rosetta Stone but the problem is that those particular programs in terms of creating them and what the nation has to pay in terms of money is simply too expensive. In a few cases there have been government grants to produce sets of learning material but Often what happens is uh, these materials are produced for use in formal courses at colleges on the reservation of the nation, and they're not made accessible to people more generally. So what's to be done? My advice is for Native American nations to open up again to the linguist and to allow other people other than those who are descendants of that particular nation to participate and assist in the language effort. Join us next week for an episode on the world of amusing constructed languages.